Hello and welcome to Not the Nine O'clock Pews at Eight. My name is Aris. My name is Tim. And today we're going to be talking about airsoft teams. Yes, Big also teams, known as small not teams. another team movie. So well done on that exactly. pun, Arius. Thank you. I, I really love the movie. Well, yeah, not the one we're thinking about, but yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start with the first question, and that is, have you been in an airsoft team, Tim? I myself have never been in a team per se, but I've run with teams when I was playing airsoft in the UK, um, in the US, uh, Russia, Hong Kong, Canada, you know, and but never been specifically a part of a team. Okay, cool. I'm thinking we're going to end up finding out what the differences might be between countries because you're quite well traveled. Well, um, the, do, what do you mean? Like the difference between what teams are like in separate countries? Yeah. Okay, well... But I, I believe teams are teams no matter which country you are in, but I guess it also depends on the size of the game that you are playing in. Yeah, that's very true. And let yes. me answer my own question here. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been not part of a team, as you'd say, more a club, because uh, when I started playing Airsoft, I actually joined a university club, which was obviously an Airsoft club. So it was the ah. Reading University airsoft club which i don't know if it's running to this day i kind of wish it is i mean wish it is it's like i was gonna say it wish it was still um i i have a i have a worrying feeling that it's not but Uh i hope it is well the the mall which was the local site at the university in reading um closed down there's there are a few new sites close by in fact we did a lot of traveling as a club as a university society so i don't think that's really an issue but it really depends on how uh, active the club is right now which i don't think it is because the facebook page hasn't really been updated and i think i'm in the group but i can't tell because i haven't checked and i haven't seen any posts so i'm hoping i got kicked out of the group and that's you're hoping to get kicked out of a group no i'm hoping i have been kicked out of the group okay because because then i know that because that's proof that no posts have occurred because they're actually happening i just don't see them that's what i'm hoping Oh, okay, okay. But, anyway, um, let me get back to let track. you know, um, I yeah. should clarify that I may not be a part of a team here in Canada, but I am always running with a team called the Meme Team, which is run by Poya Pellas, a guy that has been helping me um, grasp the Canadian community since my first entry into Canada. Well, I say second, uh, well, second time, actually. Uh, two years ago today, by the way, and I should inform everybody, it's Canada Day. Woo! Yeah, it's Canada Day. What does that mean? Well, um, it's a day of independence. Oh, I see. Okay. I felt like yeah. I was being really stupid there, and I definitely did make that seem that way. Mm. No, 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 it's okay. It's it's a day all about Canadians being super Canadian, like, like so oh, Canada syrup. type of day. Maple syrup. Um, maple syrup um, in all the drinks and food, um, ice hockey galore, except they just call it hockey here mm. because they don't play <laughs> on field. But yeah, That's not bad. Uh, just, just just like I said, um, I'm I run with a team called the Meme Team, and Poi has always been um, there supporting my play and like inviting me to games and whatnot. So I'm very very much grateful of being a part of that. 
community. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on you because I, I, I really have this question. Was there not a Red Wolf team other than no. the TV team? Was, was, did you guys never play Airsoft together as a team? No, um, Red Wolf always hosted games, but then games would come in. Oh, I see. Yes. Well, that's a bit sad. Well, I was kind of imagining you and Max and Mark, you know, getting into... Okay, that's a three-man team. I was, I was maybe, maybe you'd have Quake as well there, you know, butchering up the team into a four-man. But uh, oh, that's, that's, that's a bit sad. I, I'd have expected that to be like a cool, you know, team exercise mm. for the Red Wolf team at Red Wolf Airsoft. Anyway, well, that... Okay, that didn't happen. Well, no, no, no. It's, you guys uh, they, spent a lot of time together anyway, so I guess you may have wanted to like spend some time further away from each other when you had, you know, your own free time to play airsoft. Oh yeah, play airsoft or play anything else really. I mean, I spent most of the time just going back home and playing some computer games. To be honest, because once you've spent so many hours um, surrounded by airsoft and talking to local teams, teams around the world, especially what's going on around there and new guns and all that jazz. Um, you just need to uh, just step aside and do your own thing. You know, your life can't yeah. be surrounded by airsoft 24-7. No, I understand that. You must have Also, it isn't a hobby anymore, man. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Gotta, gotta cr create that boundary between work and uh, hobbies or life or yes. play. Work mm -hmm. and play. Yeah. But it's always... Because the great thing about the teams over here is that we do th loads of things outside of Airsoft as well. It's such a great community. That's very true. In fact, that's one... That's another topic that I was wanting to address because although Airsoft is all about community, mm -hmm. not just playing the game. And yeah. I think that reflects Airsoft teams as well. I, I'm sure I can ask many guys who are in Airsoft teams and girls, sorry... I don't want to forget them as well because Folks. there are actually great communities of the mix, which is mm -hmm. one thing I love when I see an SF team. I see, I, I see something like four or five guys that come in, and I think, okay, that's a team. And I say, wait, there's two or three girls joining them. Ah, oh, that, mm. that's that's an even bigger team, and it's it's mixed gender, which is something I want to see more of in everything. To be honest, not just no exactly SF, but in yeah. in all manners of life. But one thing. I find interesting is when I when I talk to these different teams about um, whether you know how how they were formed and what they did that ended up becoming did someone initiate this or was it just something that was decided after playing many games at the same time together and it's it's a great mix of stories it's it's interesting and one thing I find very prominent when people talk about their teams joining together is that. They are already friends. They're, they're already yes. little groups of friends. They're like little bubbles. And they decide to form together to make a huge bubble, which ends up being an airsoft team because that's their shared interest. That's exactly and obviously, right. Whatever those small interests may be, I think the coolest team that I saw was actually a team that weren't playing airsoft. They, they came to IWA as guests. And there were about 12 of them. So I don't know how they got so many to go to IWA. And... Uh, kudos to them finding someone to uh, get them in, whether they Lucky were them. going as uh, news bloggers or uh, guests of retailers as they normally do. Um, but no, four of them were in a band Whoa. who just happened to play Airsoft. And they actually didn't know each other played Airsoft until they joined the same team. So this is an interesting one. So four wow. guys were in a band. 
There were two girls who had boyfriends who did play Airsoft, but weren't in a team. So those two girls ended up joining this team, which their boyfriends weren't in. And another four were work colleagues. And I, huh. I'm, I'm, I can't remember how they all came together to become this one Airsoft team. I think, I think one of the girls played online games with one of the work colleagues of a group of four, and one of the other girls was listening to the band, and they they just ended up somehow grouping together into, hey, let's play airsoft together, and that created an airsoft team, and mm. that's one of the coolest stories I've heard. That's fantastic. How complete randomers, have, and they were all in the same same area, so they were able to go to the same airsoft site. It was like they was meant to be. Do you know the name of this team? I don't. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it, it was just one of those random encounters that I have, and I say, "Hey, you guys, you guys do this." I actually assumed they were a big team of uh, media people, uh, whether they were part of a company or not. They they had some cameras. They were they were mingling a lot. They were going to different. I think I saw them at uh, the ASG booth or something. Uh, they were talking to Thomas, and it was it was just a weird thing and i thought oh this must be another another news website an airsoft news website that we haven't heard of that you know it might be worth putting under the radar you know oh, keep 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 your, investigation. keep your friends close keep your enemies closer kind of thing with oh. the airsoft and milson news blog but in the end i found that they were they were an airsoft team and they happened to be able to come to iwa and you know do their thing uh, enjoy the many different aspects of iwa that is the we didn't have IWA this year, but um, hey, maybe maybe I'll see them next year and I'll and I'll ask them. Like, hey, what what was the name of your team? And are you the mm. same people I'm thinking you are? <laughs> Wait, you know what? Cause... Maybe when we post this, um, they can I- help identify themselves. And oh uh, wow, there you that go. would be interesting. Yeah, that would be really cool. Be fantastic if they actually listened. Out of the very few people who are currently listening, yeah, I see you guys. This, um, <laughs> yeah, this this sounds like a sting. This feels like an advertising sting. Hey guys, share this podcast to yes. anyone you can, and we'll see find if we can find people. this team. Yes, I'm, I'm trying. Is a team of uh, ten. It was a team of ten. So if you're a team of ten who have four people who are or were in a band, two girls, uh, I I don't know what else the girls would be um and four guys who do or used to work in the same company together mm, if you're okay. a team of 10 or were a team of 10 about two years ago who went to iwa in 2017 yes identify yourself please identify yourselves or don't or, or pm us or yes. whatever you want to do it'll yep. be awesome to hear your story again because i'm yep. sure that my remembrance of that story might be a bit i don't know i don't think it's vague but i don't think i was incorrect i haven't said Mm. anything that i wasn't 100 percent sure about okay anyway i've gone on a tangent because i was talking about the esl club now uh the reddy university yeah let's go back to it because i feel like it's an unfinished segment yeah let's rewind all the way back to what two minutes into this uh episode um so i i mentioned the running university airsoft club i mentioned that it was it was the one way i joined into the whole airsoft thing um it was i think about 24 of us now That's obviously this airsoft club has been well no they hadn't started they'd been around for a while i joined this airsoft club oh so i see there were 24 of us by the time i joined and i think it had been going on for at least two or three years before i joined which was nice mm. they introduced me into airsoft I started playing at the mall, which is now closed, unfortunately. I really wanted um, to go there. Well, unfortunately, you can only go there in your dreams because well, the building doesn't even exist anymore. 
Well, that's fantastic. It's gone. Are they going to open up any other malls to play Airsoft at? Um, hmm. I don't know. Obviously not in Reading, that's for sure, because uh, I think that's turning into a block of developments of some sort. Oh, like Uh, always. So you'll never see that. But we may find another abandoned mall somewhere in the UK or even another country. I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are... I'm sure there are loads of uh, like partially abandoned supermarkets and stuff where people can play airsoft. Mm. Um, anyway, we're sidetracking again. I don't think I'm ever going to get down to the end of this story about the airsoft club. Yeah. Um, are we so, ever going yeah. to finish this episode? <laughs> <laughs> we're 12 minutes in. Let's not hold our breaths. <laughs> All right. Um, so the Reading University airsoft club. Is, you you guys who are listening can definitely tell that we are definitely not structuring this episode very well, which is probably what makes this such a nice, uh, uh, what do you call it, organic episode. You anyway, know back to the yourself, Reading University. You know, this is all you. Oh, oh have you got cue cards? <laughs> oh, yeah, constantly. What? Yeah, I have my wife about? in front of me with a huge banner saying, talk about this now. <laughs> you are three you minutes over, you are four minutes, five minutes over, six minutes over. Wow, you you are so. My wife is downstairs watching TV. She's probably watching Rick and Morty right now, wondering when is he going to stop doing his silly little podcast. Yeah, well, she's actually being productive. Rick and Morty is probably more productive than what we are doing right now. True, but let's not try. Let's not lose our. Let's not lose our audience to Rick and Morty. All right, shall we just go back to it? Reading. Okay, Reading University Asset Club. Uni. I might have to fast track this just so I can finish the story. So I joined. I spent more time doing it. I enjoyed Airsoft, did it for two years, um, became like their social media guy because that was something I could do. Um, carried on playing Airsoft, left the university. Ooh, and in between that time, I ended up becoming a, uh, a journalist in Airsoft for free. So mm-hmm. I, I never, I, if anyone thinks I ever got paid to be a journalist, that <laughs> in is Airsoft. A, <laughs> a dream um not even a dream now because uh, now i now i'm trying to do journalism in in real stuff real shooting and that's not even that's never going to get paid either um hey, yeah so know. in between that i'll never know but for now it's not the case um so in between that i started doing journalism for the s of the milson news blog back then it was called the s of the military news blog and since i've left that club i have not joined a single team however as you said, I have been joining a long team. So one of one of the one of the teams I joined in with many times, especially when playing uh, some film sims, as mm. I like to call it. So mill sims that aren't very long and not too intensive film sims. Um, I played with Bristol Recon, and I'm sure the Bristol Recon guys will be either listening now or listening sometime in the future to this podcast and go, hey, we got a shout out, shout out, shout out. Yeah, shout you got out. shot out um, in game. But no, there's there's a nice little shout out to Bristol Recon if they're still going. Woo. I'm sure they are. Um, Identify yeah, that was, yourselves. That was a great team. And I'm hmm. sure they still are a great team. And oh. uh, yeah, I played a lot with them. And I did a lot of filming around them as well, which was fun because oh, I, awesome. I did a lot of event stuff too. And that's me. That's so you've dabbled with teams. I've dabbled with teams. I've been part of an airsoft club. And yeah, we're just team dabblers, you and I. We just make yeah, our way are. into implement ourselves into a team, and then we exit when we want. Almost sounds like a tick. Oh, well, a tick that lives that lives on forever. <laughs> lives on forever. Sounds like a virus. Sounds like a bacteria. Let's not go there. Let's. Well, yeah. 
I, I think I've gone too far there. Okay, oh so gosh, S of T. Yes. I know. I'm, I'm not doing very well right now. Some of this may get censored. Live? <laughs> not likely. Uh, I don't think maybe so. In the, maybe in the recording of this podcast. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about... have. Okay, here's, here's another question. Here's, here's sure. one question that came up. Because not everyone enjoys being in a team. And there are pros and cons to being part of a team. I'm sure it's to do with either the organization of the team or the size of the team. Because I find that smaller teams seem to enjoy themselves more and larger teams, if they're not very well organized, have a tendency to go a bit, not haywire, but it's it's much easier for things to go wrong. Ah. People will leave, people may not enjoy themselves, people may feel left out. You know, it's it's one of those concepts where the larger the team, the more organization is needed. Do you, do you find that's the case with the teams that you've observed? Well, um, yes, more organization that is needed. It's all down to team leadership as well. You can't have, you can't try to run a large team and then just invite all these people just because you want to have a big team. You want to be able to enforce the rules, have great gameplay, make sure that everybody is doing great, having their fun because Airsoft is all about having fun in the end. There have been teams that have just completely plummeted, even though they are a large team. They just couldn't band together. Why do you think that is? Well, um, there are many different aspects to uh, teams that could fall apart. Um, they either just grow apart, they have disagreements, and it could be stubborn stubbornness on, um, on two, three, four ends. You never know, and uh, it could just be a complete poop show. And uh, poop show. Yes, yeah, I, I have to censor myself. <laughs> twelve um, plus, guys. Twelve yes, plus. <laughs> I have to. Uh, I have to censor myself. And um, but there are incredibly successful teams out there. I um, like I mentioned before. I'm a part of. Uh, I play alongside a group called the Meme Team, and they are an incredibly casual group of folks. They run games every so often. Poi does run games and they just go and implement themselves into other like massive games as well. They go to big Milsom events as teams, but they don't. I think one of the best ways to try to survive in that, especially if you're that type of group, everybody has to have a general consensus on what kind of team they want to be. Do you want to be hardcore or do you want to be a casual group? And I believe they know for a fact that they are a casual group that may have a few hardcore players. So they, um, so when there's like a step up where they want to join a Milsom game, they'll be like, okay, who are the folks that want to join this? We're going to step it up a bit. We're going to use proper comms. We're going to use proper tactics. We're going to have a leader. We're going to have a squad of four. We're going to go through this and that. Then they bring those in. And the people that are, don't take the game so seriously that, seriously, that just want to go in and have fun, they don't have to partake in something like this. And it's not an enforcement. It's not mandatory to um, do stuff within a club. It's within like a the team special yes it, you're not paying money to be a part of this club it is something that you want to be a part of because you think their rules um fairness and like the team leadership is something that you can be on board with that's awesome that, that that's that's very good advice for any team that is uh either already going that may have issues or teams that you know people want to start up in fact right. i i completely agree with you there um i have seen teams crumble regardless of their size because they don't know what they want to be they yep. don't know if they want to just do casual airsoft whether they want to do film sims mill sims um 
whether they want to be hardcore, as you say, or um, I think it's more popular, or maybe it's not. It's kind of like uh, they don't want to be called this, try hard. Um, But also there are people who want to be casual and being able to decide what the majority wants is a great basis for a team to not just survive, but be able to cater to any new members. So if there's a if there's a team of eight who play mostly casually, but sometimes they want to play in a milsim because they want to, you know, enjoy it or you yeah. know, just take part and, you know, kind of live that idea. Then um, when people do join, they say, "Hey, guess what? Here's our terms and conditions. We are mainly casual, but yeah. we do dabble." <laughs> oh, kinky. <laughs> no, I totally Welcome understand. To our group. Well, Here's well, our terms and well, conditions. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had slight reservations in my mind because like way back when when memes started becoming a huge thing, and I was like, I'm so resistant. And then there was a team called the Meme Team that you know always invited me to play, and I thought to myself, they're always memeing, they're doing their thing, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna cave in because they are a incredible bunch of friendly folk laughing to each other a bunch of adults with the mentality of a child but it's absolute it's so much fun hanging out with them and sometimes you just need to go and hang out with them and kick back and just be a be a kid for one day because well you know what airsoft is not to be taken seriously and a lot of fathers go into uh, with their sons and daughters and mothers go in with their sons and daughters as well to just be a part of a small community and try to bring something awesome to it. That is awesome. That just just knowing that some teams are actually built up from families who have got into airsoft and stuff. It, it is it is one thing that actually makes me feel heart warmed. Heart warmed mm. is that a word? Heart heartfelt. That um you can see when you go to an airsoft site and. It's more prominent, funny enough, in uh, special events when you see a father-son duo or even a mother-son duo or a, or a father-daughter duo. Uh, they're normally duos, but um, I think I may have seen one or two actual families hmm. being airsofters, playing as a team and having yep. family, friends. And I, I, know, I know some guys in the US who are like that. It's not as obvious or I haven't really seen this happen that much in the UK. But in America, I know there are entire families who have either been exposed to Airsoft to the point that it is part of their, you know, weekend warrior thing, or it's something that they they kick back to. It's like, I'm going to bond with my son, play Airsoft. I'm going to bond with my daughter, play Airsoft. I enjoy playing Airsoft with my dad. Yep. Uh, I enjoy playing Airsoft with my mom. And it's, it's Airsoft in the end, as a productive means, is team building. That's right. And it's one of the biggest most if you're into shooting then it is one of the best things to get into if you're not into guns and shooting and you know some of some of the paintball-esque features that airsoft has then maybe airsoft's not for you but well having said that collecting airsoft guns and you know collecting replicas and stuff like that is also another side hobby that i find that some families take in so an entire family might be interested in you know, the whole manner of airsoft as an industry in regards to toys. Mm-hmm. I know people who uh, may not play airsoft, but love teching. They love uh, 
going through the different technologies that airsoft is slowly building up on like uh, mosfets or uh, gearboxes gas blowback rifles stuff like that and they may have other families who play with them and go play airsoft mm. um you may have uh, i think there is there is um there are a few members of a team who don't play airsoft anymore but love to do the tech stuff love to yep. uh, do the kit building they love to do impressions they they love to reenact. So if there's ever an opportunity to do that without actually shooting each other, they will join. So yeah. there's 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 more to it than just being an airsoft team. You could be a team who doesn't play airsoft but is an airsoft team because you do stuff together, you reenact together, you you talk about airsoft together. In fact, I'm sure there are entire Discord channels that are just people who don't play airsoft, especially at this time, mm. <laughs> especially over the past few months. No one's been able to play airsoft. Um, and it's just it's 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 a community thing where the same interest is airsoft. That's that's one thing that I think that's the defining factor of an airsoft team. Really, is just sharing the interest of the game of airsoft, regardless of actually playing it. Mm. And you're you're absolutely right. Um, one thing that you were just saying like a couple minutes ago is that um, you've seen fathers and mothers play with their children. And in airsoft and i remember just just the the weekend and um dad was heading off into the field and he said come on son and his son like ran off behind him um with a barrel bag on safety measures all taken into account you know it was uh i was i was thinking to myself you know what one day you know once i have my kid i'm gonna drag him out to the airsoft field and um like maybe join a bunch of friends they're going to like join the community that I'm a part of because I can trust them. It, it is very heartfelt. And it does warm my heart seeing something like that. You want, um, the next generation coming in that is taught properly and brought into a team. There's a team that I uh, uh, run alongside every so often here, uh, aside from the mean team, and that's uh, Trainwreck. And you could imagine that with a name like that, <laughs> that things are going to go awry um at some point or maybe already has but uh the, the, there are people within that team who are very very close to me um and will always be really really good friends of mine and they 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 always wanted to do something for the community and these guys are still a part of a team but now ref for the field because of how much they want to see the field progress and how much they love the community they even so they opened become... up a small shop. That's awesome. That is that that that's that's where a, a team becomes more of a uh, community developers. Yes, is that right? Yes, um, they, they, and they help to develop a an airsoft community, whether it be helping an airsoft site, uh, doing shop stuff, or uh, I think some people also tech for entire airsoft sites as mm. like a side thing. That's right. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to my buddies Tack and Mac for. Uh, running the shop and sometimes I get those two confused because the names are so similar it's like how my mum confused me and my brother Tom and Tim she would look at me and call me Tom look at him call him Tim <laughs> even when, when she called my sister like every time she tried to ask for her she would always na name my brother and myself first before they call her name just to wow. get her yeah wow there's so. favoritism working there I know oh someone's right. got a favorite no, it it's, just because you, it's just because you forget like when you have when there's so many people out there you just call one i call mac tech sometimes and i'm like oh look i know who you are <laughs> 
but I am sorry. And he says, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, of course, we look so similar. Mana, mana, mana. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're right. Yeah, I, I'm sure my parents have done the same thing to me. Um, uh, me and my little brother's names are very different, but still they get them mixed up. And yeah, Jeff, I completely agree with you. It's just one of those things that happens and you, you just can't, you just can't, uh, you know, it just happens, doesn't it, Jeff? Yes, Stephen. It's just That's one right. of those things. Of course. Anyway, moving on, Jeff. We need to talk about okay, uh, Stephen. How? <laughs> Damn it! I can't do this. <laughs> you call me Stephen. I start looking behind me. It's like, who's Stephen? What's going on? <laughs> I've never been called Stephen in my life. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I've never been called Jeff before, but hey, I ran along with it. You did really well, although Thank you, you kind of got the other hand on me. Um, okay, so the next question worth talking about is sure. how do you set up an airsoft team how i know it's it's something that we may have actually answered during this entire podcast because we talked about um how uh some families have started by themselves groups of people with the common interest and have played at the same time as each other have done it but there's there's still an organization element you can't just become a team can you well um it's all got to do with the friends that you want to be a part of you either join one or starting one is a whole different thing um the one the most annoying thing i feel like that when it comes to starting teams they're like well, what are we going to call ourselves that's the worst you could lose <laughs> friendships based wow. on the name you have for like a certain team uh, have but you, uh, have you heard of any weird team names that have stuck aside from train wreck yeah aside from train wreck <laughs> Simon Trainwreck and Meme Team. Um, honestly, not many. I know I I see many teams running around. Um, I I can there's the uh there's Aces and Eights that uh, I know. Um, cool. Only because we they're like a more like hardcore look always dressed up kind of group. They do fantastic. I think there's a team called the Russians, and they're always just in Russian get up. <laughs> um, it's hilarious because in Russian games they're like dressed up as Americans and everybody oh, here cheeky. in Canada is dressed up as Russians Everybody, a lot of games in like Milsom West a lot of Americans dress up as the, the Russians because it's the Russian versus um, VS but it's uh, it's it's amazing um, I, I, I don't really remember any other team names to be honest people, okay. I remember the people Just you remember the people, okay yeah. cool there's definitely there's definitely some interesting characters you find in different yeah. teams, and you think, ah, oh, that person is definitely the one that's keeping is the glue of the team, right there, mm. that guy. Um, yeah. And you also have, you know, oh, that guy's definitely the one who's organizing everything. That person's mm -hmm. obviously the one that keeps everyone in touch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting because every team is different. The way it I've is. been seeing this is that every team is quite different, but there is there's obviously someone helping do something to keep the team going even if it's a bit of everyone even if yeah. every single person's doing that little bit to keep the team together hmm. there's a you need to have a charismatic um uh, team leader that just wants to keep on going the person who has the drive the passion to start create um build and be a part of a, a much larger community and just bring some honestly they could have just started it for themselves 
at the beginning, but then they realize that the more people come in, the more they have to do for other people. And you, uh, there are a lot of uh, selfless acts when it comes to um, running a team. Say, Poi, um, head of a meme team. Oh, like I think every other weekend or every weekend, he just buys the team burgers from Wendy, from Wendy's. Wow. Yeah, and gets、uh, pizza for dinner, and、um, make, he makes friends with、uh, the the people who run Panther. We're really good friends with each other. And then towards the end of the end of the night, when everybody has made their way home past five p.m., they just bring out the beers, and everybody has a good old time around a campfire or something. I、uh, just want to clarify. You said Panther. Is that the name of an airsoft site? Panther Airsoft is. The largest, I feel, the largest outdoor site in BC and maybe in Canada. I put a question mark <laughs> in the end because I don't. There's the largest indoor field that I know over in Toronto. Siege、uh, Airsoft. I played there once before. Great people, but I、yeah. think、uh, we don't really have much in terms of indoor here in BC because of rent and it's seriously expensive.、Sense. But it it's like、um, a 32 acre. Outdoor field that、uh, film crews even come in to use their space because it's just trees and forest and amazing surroundings. Would you be able to spot any、uh, Canadian TV series that may have used the?、Uh, oh, I, used yeah, the I, like they they tell、site. me all the ones that that go there, but I am not going to mention who they are. <laughs> Think, okay, I mean, cool. Only because I well, only because I I don't want to bring them more attention than they should. Okay, that's fair enough. The only、Thanks. cool thing I love about that field is that that、um, the film sets build things and sometimes leave them there. Oh, that's cool. So there's a the haunted house, a mini a cabin that was filmed a TV series that is filmed here in Canada that built something and now it's used as one of the main households in game, and it's、that's、sturdy、awesome. and built very well. The house actually gets used in a couple other episodes and other series as well. That's cool. Hopefully, they don't come back to find out it's been、uh, decimated by.、Uh... <laughs> hey man, I don't remember us building this. Yeah, when they leave it there, right?、Um, they they know it's subject to like being damaged, but、uh, when they go in, they do a great job cleaning up. You know, just sweeping wow, the BBs is... out from the inside and clearing up the outside, putting trees down so you don't see like pockets of like degrading bio.、Uh, Bio BBs around the place. That's actually that. That is literally a a film industry helping the asset industry by leaving, kind of like one. <laughs> this is stupid. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Except it's one film set is an asset site's like、hmm. gold mine, really. Yeah. Depending on how big that film set is. Yeah. Um. I think these guys are doing like doing way more in terms of like renting it out to films than they are. Every weekend, getting money from players. That's really good. Yeah. Okay. So I have. I have. I have another question. Considering the whole start、uh, starting a team is,、uh, it, it was a vague one where we've already kind of answered it. Now, is so here, here's here's one that I've been asked a few times.、Um, sure. And I'll I'll do this in first person because it it makes more sense to understand the question. Yes.、And、a person has asked me. I've been thinking of getting more into airsoft. I find going to a site on my own is a bit daunting. Is there any purpose for me joining a team, and how could I go about doing it? 
Um, are you going to interject and come up with a few of your ideas first before I do, or should I just? Okay, step yeah, right yeah, in? I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Um, I've been thinking about the question for a while, and I so did answer on. the guy. Um, so it really depends on the type of person you are, to be honest, because not every team is the same. This the so. One thing, one thing he did mention was that he had previously joined a team and he just felt like, in a way, a third wheel. He, he didn't feel like he was part of the team. He had just joined. They didn't really interact with him. They, they were kind of like their own team already. They didn't seem to be... They, they accepted him formally into the team of Airsofters, but he wasn't really a, he didn't really feel a part of it. Maybe it's because they didn't really push him in, or maybe it's because they didn't really they had their walls up or something to mm -hmm. you know to make it more difficult for him. And it may have been it, it may have been uncoincidental. It may have just been how the team had formed to the point where they meshed so well together that they didn't really mesh well with any new introductions to their team. Yeah. Uh, so, so for me to, you know, not just tell him just join a team, just just find a team and join them, that is a bit difficult to be honest. Um, one thing I found interesting was that in the UK, where there are a lot of film sims going on, because they are quite light-hearted and quite easygoing compared to a mil sim, it's quite easy to find yourself tagging along with a team and that, that's how i kind of did it i think one way of doing it is to try that to to go to a special event regardless of it being normal s or filsim or milsim i think milsim would be more difficult because a lot of teams are already well established and that is a hardcore setting so maybe ignore the milsim um, mm -hmm. unless you're really into it unless that is the type of person you are and all you want to do is milsim then find a milsim team that that is like the best advice you can really give yourself is that if you're into milsim look for a milsim team go to a milsim event try and bond with a team the the only way you can get yourself into a team is to socialize and you, you can't right. really find yourself in a team without socializing unless that team by some effect is very social already and yeah. honestly everyone should be those teams because that is how you create a community of you just create a good community with very social and accepting bubbles of teams to create this large community of airsofters that would mm. be an entire country to entire nation to an entire world of airsofters. I think that is the key, really. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you're known to Milsim, then um, your local site, whether you like it or not, will probably have teams there. Even if there aren't, they're most certainly going to be site-related groups. If they're not teams, they're definitely regulars, as they're called, at these sites. Yep. That is another way of getting into it. In fact, when I left the university and left the club because it was a university club, we still had regulars. We were still regulars of the mall. We were still part of Z Adventures, which it became. So mm -hmm. anyone who was in Z Adventures was a regular and we knew each other and we weren't a team, but we were a group. We were a big group of people. We we kind of were like a team, except we, we went to our own game days and whenever, you know, people converged at the same game day, then they grouped up together. It was that was the effect of it. Um, so I recommend doing stuff like that, finding some commonality, because obviously if you're by yourself and you're playing yourself at multiple different sites, I, I agree. It is very difficult to enjoy yourself unless you're very, 
you know, bubbly, jolly, and very social with random people, which I know quite a few people are. And to be honest, they've actually ended up being in lots of teams because of that. They get invited, like me and you, we get they get tagged along to loads of different uh, teams and play against, play with and against loads of other teams and get mm. to know them as well. But yeah, that that I, I'm gonna put a full stop there. That's it. I, that's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? And it was a great answer. You know, it went on here and there, but you know, you rounded it up in the end very eloquently. So thank you. Oh, I'm thank sure you. that person. I'm sure that person would um, um, very much benefit from that. And I completely agree with you in a, in, in terms of um, you have to be a certain type of person to just be able to go to a place by yourself and hope to be a part of a team. You do have to be a sociable, bubbly person. If you go in there hoping other people are going to do things for you, say, unfortunately, this person entered a team and it, they didn't really invite much of him into it, even though he was a part of a team. You can't rely on others. Like, most of the time, you're just going to have to um, change it up a little bit and hopefully bring in a bit of pizzazz and personality to, uh, to, to tr try to make yourself known within the team. Um, if you're going by yourself to other places... There are always Facebook groups of each uh, community out there. Join them. Um, get to know them. Uh, get to know the team that, uh, that run there. Um, the owners that run the place. You know, ask questions. Don't, don't be annoying asking questions. Uh, uh, every web, a Facebook page has rules and guidelines. Read over those first before you ask too many questions because most of the answers are already in there. But um, uh, just... Go in, have fun. It's really good if you go in with a friend. Um, if you have a, try to drag a friend over, even if you if you don't have many friends that want to play airsoft, no airsoft, you may have you may be able to convince somebody to just tag along to have, like for a fun day. And that's always a good start. It's uh, even myself um, if I'm in a new country, and uh, for example, I'm in a new country, I don't know the language. It would be very very difficult for me to try to join up a game but knowing that, that since i've been a part of this community for longer than a decade i've i've i know ways around it and uh it's good to ask questions people and there are people out there that love giving advice they're like the older guys they're like i have a wealth of advice to give you you can benefit hanging out <laughs> with me i i have a like I have a plethora of ideas. I am the airsoft guru. I've been doing this for twenty years, and then I and then they all take talk your ear off. <laughs> so, um, like, listen to those wise old men. Cool. And uh, um, I I just wanted to interject there. You you talk about going to a country and not knowing the language. Is that how you felt when you went to Vancouver? <laughs> oh my God, Canada Canadian is a whole separate language from English. Is it? No. Okay, you've heard it here, guys. <laughs> Canadian is different to English. No, of course not. <laughs> I did say no when you said really. I just interjected it very quickly. I mean, cool. they do That's spell cool. a few things weirdly, but they do spell color with a U, which I enjoy. That's good. That's one thing I've really hated when my spell check is in US. I know. They should have spell check in Canadian. And and aluminum is it aluminum in Canada or is it? They aluminum? say aluminum over here. Oh god damn it! Yeah, I know that you it. can't. This, we're ending this call. That this, is it. I can't like, talk to you anymore. You would expect a Commonwealth country to just get with it, 
but no. They decide to spell <laughs> kilometers aluminium. or miles. Huh? <laughs> kilometers, kilometers here. Or miles. Kilometers. Well, it, it is the right one. Oh no, I didn't just say that. <laughs> the right one. The right one. Yeah, don't worry. We could actually just have a whole episode based on pronunciation. <laughs> and measurements. And measurements, except we'd be ridiculed by, you know, the Americans. Oh, and everybody sure else who uses a, yeah, who uses a different system. Shall, shall we? Shall we get back into the um the 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 the, the, yeah, the subject topics, at hand? Topics airsoft, right? Wait, mm -hmm. no, the topic was airsoft teams, right? Mm -hmm. Any other questions? Of course, yeah, I actually have run out of questions, but I do have one thing I want to talk about. Go on. There is. I actually forgot. No, I do have. I do have a question. I, I do have another question hiding here somewhere in my notes that don't exist because I don't have cue cards. I don't have my wife holding a, a teleprompter in front of me on a huge screen saying, "This is what you're gonna say next." That was and actually a lie. She's this. not doing that. She was actually is in front not? of me, looking at me, saying, "Why are you saying these things?" And I was like, <laughs> "I think it's for me. It's just wishful thinking." But I'd rather her be productive with her life than um, center herself on. Um, the what are just me staring at a screen, um, looking at people's messages, and off into the distance sometimes as I'm chit chatting. That's fine. That yeah. that's completely fine. That that is a team in itself. That is, you know that yeah. that is a team in itself. There's the no I in team, marriage. but there is I in Tim. Sorry. All right. That that. And on that note, we are actually going to end <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I feel like and Tim has blown us over. We're, we're a house done. of foundations. And Tim has somehow not only blown the house down, but crumbled the foundations to the point where all there is left is clay. Yep. It's all Just that's clay. left. Just, Just clay. Clay. That mm -hmm. is your new nickname, by the way. Your name is now Clay. Can't. Can't. Why not? I'm, I'm stuck why, with why Pornstash, not? and it's just how it's going to be. Of course. I forgot about that. How could you I forget? Forgot about it. It's almost as if the second you left Red Wolf, everything that came with it left. Well, the nickname everything. will always stay. I'm sure. In fact, I'm sure people will be saying, ah, oh, no, his name is Pornstash. Well, Pornstash? Yes, Pornstash. More British. Yeah. More British. Pornstash, not Pornstash. And it will always be that, and we'll forever remember him until someone else comes along and comes up with Blue Steel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. There's that. I guess. Mm -hmm. But anyway. But yes, are, we're, we're, uh, we're, are we finishing it off? We're doing it, we're we doing are, a Dunskies? We are actually going to finish off at the 45-minute mark-ish. We normally okay. do this for about an hour, but I'm not going to stretch this, to be honest. If we are finished with a topic, yep. we're going to end it. We're not just going to... Yeah, we've already done all the the chewing people's ears out because that's what the podcast is all about, really. Mm -hmm. um, chewing no, people's we ears. We have one. We have one question left, but it's for the audience. Okay. Ooh. What advice? I don't even know what's going on. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't you're even sorry. know what's going. On. No, you're I do. I, I I know what's going on. I'm reading this out. Sorry, go what on, advice go. do you have to anyone who wants to create or join a team that we, as in me and Tim, have not covered? Yes, please. Um, your, uh, I was worried you were going to answer that. I was really worried you were going to answer advice that. Is, um, will help benefit um, fellow new airsofters to come. Oh, and, and if you feel, this is obviously a sting, if you feel that this podcast episode may help someone you know who wants to either join a team, be part of a team, create a team, or 
has anything to do with airsoft teams, please share this podcast. We're or sure if that... they're completely bored and really need something to listen to, please share this podcast. If you are in the toilet for about 45 minutes to an hour and need something to waste your time with, if you had please. some really spicy food, please share this to those bog users right now. If there's any reason that you're so cons- confiscated, no, constipated, Jesus. Um, if there's any reason, <laughs> you're, you're, let me finish this. I need to finish this joke. If there's any reason you're constipated and need two British accents to relieve yourself, go nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're on a long drive and you're not wanting to honk at the folks in front of you anymore and need some blissful um, British <laughs> entertainment, please do not hesitate to uh, listen to our podcast. Are we going to keep on doing no this till we hit an hour? <laughs> oh my God. We're going to hit an hour. Okay, no, we're going to yeah. we're going to end it there. Please, okay. please, please like this podcast. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify or on Google Podcasts on uh, Apple Podcasts, on every single podcast that's out there. Well, that's a lie, but most podcasts are out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Please like, share. Please follow the page, this Facebook page, because Mm -hmm. everything we're doing will be done live for the Facebook page. And then obviously the recording for this will be Mm -hmm. then put onto Spotify and everything else. So, So if you enjoy this live, please keep enjoying this live. We will have... As long as Tim's schedule stays the same, we will yeah. have this every night at eight. Every week at eight. Every week at eight. Sorry, was that was that overzealous? You, you I said meant every you said week. every night at eight. I I did say every night because it's it's not the nine o'clock views. It's it's a uh, yeah. No, you're right. No, every week. Sorry, not night. We're not that great. Uh, we're not going to be. <laughs> Ruining our lives by doing this every night. We don't have that many ideas. I'm sure by week week three, we'll run out of ideas. We've got quite a few um, topics, but we don't have that many. There you go, Herman. You happy? You happy, Herman? (laughs) Are you a happy Herman that we've done the episode? Um, Herman, by the way, it's 10 pounds per episode. 20 pounds per... Twenty pounds per private viewing and thirty pounds for you to listen to this live. In fact, you already have an invoice coming in of Mm -hmm. 30 pounds so uh be aware of that and on that note thank you everyone for listening thank you tim for being my co-host i don't think this show will be any fun without you Uh, yeah you're right (laughs) wow thank you and on that note we'll see you guys next week all right you'll hear us next week basically everybody ciao joy again bye